0: Welcome back, dear listeners, to another episode of J.E.'s Mike, the podcast that brings you insights and inspiration for personal development, a stronger relationship, and a better society. I am your host, John Ewu, and today's episode focuses on why perfect couples struggle when they move in together. Why do perfect couples struggle when they move in together? So you and your lady have been together for about, say, 10 years or more, and you've experienced nothing but blissful moments while you live apart. And then you decide it's time to take this relationship to the next level, and you move in together. But within just three months, or two months, or sometimes even less, you find yourselves unable to stand each other. So what's going on here? Why does this happen? Well, dear listeners, there is more to this phenomenon than meets the eye. And today we're going to uncover the reasons behind the challenges that couples face when they move in together, when they decide to share one space together. If you're still holding strong with your partner today, I want to applaud you. Yes, I want to applaud you because you have been through this particular situation and it did not break you. So please feel free to let us know your thoughts in the comment section. Let us know your experience. Help other people to grow and maintain a sustainable relationship. And for you who may be in this situation or are struggling in this situation, please, I want to urge you, do not give up. There's nothing wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with your partner. So let's see how we can navigate this and try and help you not to lose the one person that is meant for you. You know, love stories often feature couples who meet, you know, they fall in love and eventually they decide to move in together. They believe that their love will only grow stronger. When they move in together, when they start living together, they want to build a family. They want to have a legacy. However, the reality can be quite different. You know, many couples who have been in a seemingly perfect relationship for years, they find themselves struggling to coexist when they finally share a living space together. Now, this phenomenon raises questions. Why does this happen? How is it possible that we have been in this relationship for 10 years, for five years, and the day we decide to move together, we can't stand each other for even two weeks, for one month, for three months, for six months? So dear listeners, let's explore several factors that can make cohabitation very challenging for most loving couples. The very first reason that can make cohabitation very challenging for most loving couples is adjusting to shared space. Adjusting to shared space can pose a significant challenge for couples who have recently moved in together. Now, while the prospect of cohabitation is often exciting and filled with anticipation, it also brings to light the need for compromise, the need for communication, and adaptability. Yeah, we want to move in together. We want to start something. We want to take this to the next level. But this venture brings to the light the need for compromise, communication, and adaptability. You see, when living separately, I want you to remember that you each had your own routines, your personal spaces, and the ways that you organize your lives. Now suddenly, you must negotiate how to share common areas. You must negotiate how to make compromises. And you must negotiate how to respect each other's habits and preferences. This transition can be very jarring and it can lead to misunderstandings to conflicts, to disagreement and of course it can be very frustrating. This is all normal. I want to let you know this is all normal because no two people are ever the same and even if you are the same there is bound to be personality clash so there is no way that two people will meet and you don't have any differences or disagreements it's very impossible And this is not different from your relationship when you are living apart when you are seeing each other you have a very vibrant relationship all you want to talk about is how much you love each other, maybe for the past five years, ten years. But the day comes as you move in together, you start realizing, hey, the way I used to take off my shoes, the way I used to keep my clothes when I come from work, the way I keep my computer, where I will keep my phone, it's not the same thing that will happen with the other person. And so finding a balance between personal preferences and shared responsibility can be a very delicate task because this requires open and honest conversations. It requires you to start talking about boundaries. It requires you to start talking about responsibilities. It requires you to start talking about expectations and the division of work in the house. One of the key ways that you can overcome this challenge of adjusting to this shared space is by learning to respect each other's space, learning to respect each other's habits, and also creating a new sense of home together. This is very important in this new step that you have taken. This is very important when couples decide to move in together and start living in. You must learn to respect the boundaries. You must learn to accommodate each other. And you must learn to start understanding. It begins to shift from I, from me, to us. It starts moving from my way to our way. It starts moving from I want to we want. It starts moving from mine to ours. You must own it. But at the same time, you must be able to respect the other person's space. You must be able to give them time for them to adjust with this reality. And if you've not listened to my other episodes, there is one episode that I spoke very, very much about uh, addressing conflict and disagreements. When those moments arise, once you move in together, it's important for you to have open communications. There are more resources in the episode on conflict and disagreement as a couple. I'll advise you to go to that episode and get more and more resources on how you can begin to discuss, to listen to each other and to move forward in this new space that you're sharing together. The second factor that can make cohabitation very challenging for couples who have just moved in is differences in household responsibilities. Cohabitation often brings to light differences in how you perceive and manage household responsibilities. While you may have known each other well before moving in together, you may not have fully grasped each other's expectations regarding chores, regarding cleaning, regarding cooking, and finances. And so disagreements can arise when one partner expects a more equal distribution of responsibilities while the other may be accustomed to a very different standard or routine. These disparities can lead to frustration, it can lead to misunderstanding, it can lead to potential conflict if not openly discussed and addressed. So differences in household responsibilities. You must begin to have conversations about what you got to do, what the other person got to do in the house. Because it's only when you're able to understand and share household responsibilities, and everybody's holding their end of the game. That is when you begin to see how your differences, your diversity, can build a stronger unity. So effective communication and compromise are very essential in navigating this phase of your cohabitation. You must find a balance, a balance that suits both of you. In order to maintain a harmonious and an equitable living environment. The next factor that can pose a challenge when you just move in with your loved one is the loss of personal space and privacy. When you live apart, you enjoy the luxury of personal space and privacy. When you move in together, this means you give up some of that independence. I'm not saying all of it, you give up some of that independence and you must acknowledge that it will come a moment when you give up some of yourself for the sake of the other. That is how you both can coexist. When two individuals begin sharing living quarters, they must navigate the transition from having their own separate space to coexisting in a shared environment. This adjustment can lead to a sense of vulnerability and it can also lead to discomfort as personal habits and routines and even idiosyncrasies, how you look at the world, you know, your worldview. They can become more exposed to the other person when you start living together. The things that you could not see in your 10 years of being in a relationship but living apart you will be able to see them within the first three months, within the first six months, within the first one month. And so when you begin to see the things that you could otherwise not see because you spend limited time together when you're living apart, how do you embrace them? How do you accept? How do you perceive this person now that you're beginning to see them for who they truly are? How do you begin to accommodate the fact that you are losing personal space and privacy? Couples may find it very challenging to strike a balance between spending quality time together and preserving the need for individual time and space. Privacy, which was once taken for granted when you were living apart, can become very scarce. It can make it very difficult for you to begin to share the same space. So it's very important that couples establish boundaries and open lines of communication to ensure that both partners feel comfortable and respected in their new living arrangement. Finding this equilibrium is very crucial for a harmonious collaboration. It's very crucial for you to experience life together It's very crucial for you to strengthen the bond that exists between you as partners in that relationship. So when you lose personal space and privacy, it is all normal. But you must communicate. You must make sure that you feel comfortable. It's a very vulnerable situation to be in. And I'll tell you, there are no couple in this surface that did not experience these same things. No matter how beautifully they had lived apart and how lovingly they had lived apart, they comes to a point where all these things are infringed and they have to find a way of navigating these first three months or six months or one year for them to move forward to accepting that it's no longer I, it's no longer mine, you start changing that language to ours, to us, to we. So you lose some of that personal space and privacy. And sometimes some couples don't know how to handle this and they get so frustrated with each other and think that they may not be the right partner for each other. But no, these things are normal. These things happen to every couple. The next factor is revealing unresolved issues. The process of moving in together can unearth unresolved issues or hidden aspects of your partner's personality. When you used to live apart, you spend very limited time together. And you may not encounter certain situations that can trigger conflict. But when you start sharing a home together, it brings you closer to each other's daily life. It makes it more likely for a long-buried issue to resurface and create friction. Now, whether it's differences in communication styles, financial expectations, household chores, or personal boundaries, addressing these issues is very essential for a healthy and successful cohabitation experience. You must create a safe and open environment for honest conversations. You must create an environment for compromise. And you must find Mutually satisfactory solutions to ensure that your relationship can thrive in the shared living space. When you ignore unresolved issues, it can lead to breakdown in communication and ultimately put your relationship at great risk. So revealing unresolved issues is a normal thing. You know, when you go out on a date with your partner, when you're leaving apart, you want to put on the best. You want to dress beautifully. When you know your partner is coming over to your place, you want to keep the place neat. You want to put everything intact so when they come, you impress. There is that moment when you impress. But when you start living together, the socks that you would normally just remove and throw somewhere, Maybe when you're living on your own, when you start living together, these are things that will be new to your partner. Maybe after all, you're not that tidy. And these are things that will be new to your partner. They'll be like, hey, I can't comprehend. This is the same guy I used to meet. This is the same guy I've been dating for 10 years. So a lot of things that your partner may not know about you begin to resurface. They begin to come up and they see these things as you live together. Now, you must be able to communicate. You must be able to find solutions that will help you compromise, that will help you find mutually satisfactory solutions on how you can manage this space that you're living in. The next factor that will pose a challenge when you just move in with your partner or when you just start living together with your partner is expectations versus reality. You know, moving in together is an exciting milestone for any couple. Very exciting milestone for any couple. But it often brings with it a clash between expectations and reality. You see, before you start living together, each of you may have ideal notions of what living together will be like from how chores are divided, to personal space boundaries. These expectations can set you up for disappointment when you discover that the reality doesn't align with your fantasies. They might set you up for a huge disappointment. I would say be kind to yourself. Do not over-expect from your partner, especially what you yourself cannot give. Unrealistic expectations can lead to frustration. It can lead to resentment and it can lead to disappointment, especially if one partner feels that their needs and desires are not being met. So you must learn to navigate these disparities and foster open communication to find common ground and build a balance in your home. Lower your expectations. And I'm not saying that you should not dream big. I'm not saying that your expectations of the person you want to live with for your life should be at the very minimum. No, set your standards. Expectations and standards are very different things. Set your standards in life, but lower the expectation, especially if you expect other people to be in ways that you want and not truly who they really are. So expectations versus reality can sometimes make couples find it very challenging to live together when they're just moving. It doesn't matter how perfect your relationship was for the past 10 years. I have seen couples who have been in relationship, and these are celebrities I'm talking about, people who are in the public, people who are in the limelight. They have been in a relationship for more than 11 years. And when they decided to move in together, they got married immediately. They're like, we've been doing this thing for 11 years. What don't we know about each other? There's a difference when you live together than when you are in a relationship living apart. You can do that for 20 years, but things change the moment you decide to move in, the moment you start living in together. So you must make sure that you don't get disappointed by the way you expect your partner to live. Face the reality. See this person for who they are when you start living with them. Begin to have conversations of the things that you would like, of the things that you don't like. And again, the approach is everything. When you go in an attack mode to your partner of the things that you expected, which you don't see, They will feel the need to defend. And when you begin to create this attack and defense relationship, it can only frustrate you and make you tear yourselves apart. And I want you to remember that it is a process that requires compromise. It is a process that requires empathy. It is a process that requires patience as you work together to bridge the gap between your expectations. And the often messy, imperfect, but ultimately authentic reality of living together. The next factor, of course, is communication. Said this time and time again in the other episodes. Please, if you've not listened to the other episodes, take your time and do it. Effective communication is very important. I'll say this as many times as I can. Effective communication is very important in any relationship. However, communication challenges can be particularly daunting for couples who have just moved in together. This transition, of course, marks a significant milestone in your relationship. And with this milestone comes the need to open and effectively communicate with your partner. You need to open up. You need to communicate effectively with your partner. Misunderstandings, passive-aggressive behaviors, and the inability to express your feelings and needs can escalate into major conflict. So don't be passive-aggressive in your relationship. When you see something, say something. I I would always live by that principle. You see something, say something. And not everybody likes to be called or to discuss every little thing that you see. And don't get me wrong, I don't want you to be nagging to your partner. I don't want you to be like a, a watchdog to your partner, looking for anything and then call them to other, looking for anything and then call them to other. No. But when you see something that truly is important to you, when you see something that truly You would love it differently. Bring it to the attention of your partner. That's how you communicate. And make it a conversation, not a reprimand. Make it a conversation. Bring it up when you are in your best moods. When he or she least expect that you'll bring it up. Bring it up as a conversation. Hey, darling, I saw this you know, in the kitchen the other day, I'm not sure about you, but I thought it could be this way. You can say, hey, John, I saw your socks in the living room. I'm not sure that's where you intended to keep it. Please, let's make sure it's in the laundry basket. You know, when you bring it up like that, then it can be dealt with. Bring it up in ways that make it look like you are vulnerable, like hope. It makes me feel our house is untidy when our kitchen is not organized. You understand what I'm saying? And you're passing across a message. Maybe you you've just moved in with your partner and he's the, he or she is somebody who doesn't like to do the dishes. And so when they finish eating, they just leave it. They just keep it piling. And you've been doing it maybe for the first couple of months that you've moved in together. And you see that things are not changing here. Raise that in your conversation. Hey, darling, you know, it makes me feel like the house space is too small when we have dirty dishes every time in the sink. You are communicating something and this person will begin to see the side of you, which is speaking of tidiness. So the way you communicate is very important. Make sure you're having open and effective communication. Make sure you're communicating your needs, your concerns, your boundaries, while also you open up yourself to listening. Listen to the other person. The next factor is balancing independence and togetherness. Balancing independence and togetherness can be a significant challenge when you start living together. On the one hand, sharing a living space often requires compromises and adjustments. As each partner brings in their own habits, routine, and preferences, you need to think of adjusting. You need to think of meeting in common ground, meeting in the middle, maintaining a sense of individuality and personal space while adapting to the shared responsibilities and expectations can be very tricky when you're just moving together. Fostering a sense of togetherness is very important because this is what will strengthen the bond between you and your partner. Now it's very important to strike the right balance strike the right balance between spending quality time together and allowing each other the freedom to pursue their individual interests and social lives. This can be very delicate to deal with. It is very important as well to create individual and shared spaces within the home to maintain some level of independence and personal time. I know most couple don't interpret this issue right, the aspect of balancing independence and togetherness. A lot of people misquote the scripture when it says, for a man shall leave the mother and father and find a woman, and the two shall become one. The oneness here is not about oneness in the private spaces. Each one needs their time. Each one needs their space. Each one came into the relationship with set goals, with interest, with ambitions. Each one came into the relationship having friends outside. And so when you meet together, the tendency is usually that somebody wants to be their watchdog. Somebody wants to overindulge in the space of the other. You always want to be seen with your partner everywhere, every time. And some people even have go as far as having problems with their partner for not posting them on social media, thinking that that means you don't love me. That means you're not showing me to the world. This is wrong. You must be able to strike that balance between what is independence and what is togetherness. As much as you both have to work together for the common interest of your relationship, you also need to realize that you need to give your partner time for themselves. This can help you to prevent the feelings of suffocation or loss of identity because it can arise when you move in together. So effective communication, mutual respect, and the willingness to find that common ground is key in navigating this transition. I want you to remember that whatever it is that we are discussing here is a learning process, and it can ultimately lead to a stronger relationship, but it requires patience and effort from both partners. It requires patience and effort from both of you. So do not think that one person is a problem. Do not think that one person needs to fix it. It requires the effort of both of you as a couple to get this straight. Now while moving together can be a very joyful step in a relationship, It can also be a very challenging one. And so as couples who have moved in together, as couples who have been in a perfect or loving relationship for many years, when you suddenly find yourself struggling to coexist, take a step. Ask yourself, what are the challenges? What are the causes? What are the factors that are hindering us from coexisting? properly, when you understand the reasons behind these challenges, reasons of adjusting to the shared space, differences and responsibilities, unmet expectations, you know, these things begin to help you navigate the difficulties that you face ahead in your very first three or six months of living together. And remember that open communication, patience, and a willingness to work together, these are very key to making your cohabitation a successful and fulfilling experience. You need these tools for you to be able to live with your loved one in the way that you want. Take the scenario of a boxer. These fighters require a coach, they require a gym, they require a manager. These are all tools that they need for them to be able to get their hands raised at the end of the fight. And so the same thing with marriage. It's a very blissful institution, very wonderful institution. You require the tools for you to make that relationship, to make that institution. Pleasant. I want to thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in again to JE's Mic. Be sure to like, be sure to subscribe if you have not yet done so. Share these episodes and other episodes of JE's Mic with your friends. And if you have any questions or you want to share your own personal experience, please reach out to us or drop us a comment in the comment section and I will personally respond to it. So please remember that relationships are a journey and every challenge is an opportunity for growth.